Hello everyone, I'm Jack Tracy and thank you so much for joining me on the very first episode of Real Talk with Jack Tracy. I'm coming to you from my adopted hometown, beautiful Hermosa Beach, California, where I like to say the ocean view is beautiful, the city is beautiful, the people are beautiful, and even the bugs are beautiful if you can find any. It's much the same all around the South Bay. I came here from Denver in 2011 with my dog Roxy for love and my ukulele for work. And through singing and entertaining audiences in the beach cities, I become acquainted with many musicians, business owners, city officials, and many lovely residents. So through this podcast, it will be my pleasure to introduce to you some of the people who in various ways bring the area's beauty to life. And first up is my friend Z11, guitarist, singer, songwriter, producer, music educator, and music historian. Born and raised in Oakland, California, he lives in Hermosa Beach and is a very popular performer. So we will check in with Zeal and discover more about him and his music. Here we go. There's my friend Zeal Levin. Hey, hey, Jack Tracy, <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> hey, Zeal, I can't thank you enough, man. You are you are the uh, person I'm thinking, you know, who has helped me the most to get this program going. Thank oh, you. man, it's a pleasure. You're uh you're doing a beautiful thing. I love the concept of getting in touch with people and trying to connect and see how everyone's doing. And, um, yeah, I appreciate you uh, thinking of me and having me on. So, so very cool. So tell me, um, I was wanting to ask you about the Marine layer. Did it hit you last night? I'll bet it really did sock you in nicely. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's been it's been burning off here over uh, in Hermosa. It's been kind of hot at night. Oh, cool! It's just the most beautiful place, and I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, you're living over there by the water. Um, say, I wanted to ask you now how, about your family and everything. Uh, how's everybody doing? And I I noticed this that you had a special day yesterday. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was my birthday. Happy and, birthday, uh, Zio. Thank you, thank you. And my my girlfriend Katerina made it just so special and. Um, she's just a very, very kind and brilliant human. Put together a whole Zoom birthday party for me. <laughs> I surprise. saw that. And yeah, it was great. And I got a really, a lot of really nice notes from people. And we took a few nice walks, and you know, had some good food. And so I'm just really grateful. Um, my family's all doing well right now. Um, my sister-in-law um, works at Children's Hospital out in Colorado, so she's been working a lot. And my brother um, works for the emergency response department out there in Colorado as well. So, you know, it's it's stressful for everyone. I know everyone's going through hardships right now, but just trying to stay upbeat and uh, keep making some good music. Very cool. Well, I get a chance to watch you and, and to see some of the things that you're doing on, on Facebook, online and everything, and it's really cool. And you're a really good example. I mean, you with your family of everything, of keeping a really good attitude, uh, you know, during this time of the pandemic and everything. So I appreciate that a lot, Zeal. And happy birthday to you, man. What are you turning like, uh, 17? You look so so young. Yeah, 74, Jack, <laughs> 74. No, I'm uh, 29, so... Almost, uh, you know, almost out of the twenties, and uh, things are good. I'm, you know, although, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of hardship and and, um, you know, bad stuff going on right now. Just uh, trying to do what I can to spread some joy because, you know, I music is what I have to offer. You know, 
and um so that's what i'm doing well it's 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 natural i can see i i was looking at uh, one of your bios and you have quite a, a number of uh, interviews that you've done. Uh, I think the last time we talked, uh, Jackie uh, Balestra, one of the interviews that I brought up, but I brought up this uh, interview that you had with the uh, uh, the Beach Reporter, and I think this was in November of last year, and you had talked about music yeah. being like your church. It's it's like the thing that you you uh, you have in your soul, and uh, and you, you said, uh, this is where I can put forth some some good into this crazy world we're in and make it a, a little bit better of a place. Uh, so that's sacred to me. And that was even before the pandemic came and everything. This is kind of your feeling for things. Yeah. I'm just, you know, uh, the more that we can come together and understand that we're all humans and that everyone is going through a struggle that we know nothing about. Um, I think the more, the more kindness we can bring into this world and the better our life, my life has become and, and seems to, keep becoming you know i get that i get that out of your music too zeal and that's that's one of the reasons i can say i'm i'm certainly one of your fans i like to to visit you over at waterman's and hear you play and you have this really beautiful style the funk master but i mean no. you do all kinds of music you know and bring it right right to people's hearts and right to my own heart i appreciate that really. well thank you jack that means a lot so hey listen born in oakland um it says you loved music from a young age, raised to give back to his community. Your mother founded the Earth Day Cleanup in Oakland. You studied music in Santa Barbara, made your way to Los Angeles about five years ago. Um, you released your debut album, Sending Fire, recorded at Studio 637, Hermosa Beach. You won the Battle of the Beach at St. Rock in Hermosa Beach. Um, you're at Waterman's every Thursday night, 7 to 9, and you have Triple Bueno, your band. Tell me about all of that stuff, Zio. Oh, it's just been a really great experience moving down here to L.A. I just have become a much more well-rounded musician, and I've gotten to collaborate with some really amazing people. Um, and uh, now I'm uh, collaborating. I've been playing and working on some recordings with Kevin Sousa and the Kevin Sousa band. Um, and then, uh, working on some live streaming stuff out of the Hermosa music company. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is a full service, uh, digital capture production facility. So it's really great. And we're working with studio six, three, seven, um, uh, so, you know, I'm the, I'm actually the manager of the Hermosa Music Company, and that's been a cool thing to, to be a part of and help bring music to people, especially now when, when live streaming is, is pretty much our best way to get music out to folks right now. It has been the thing that's kind of come to the fore, and you're taking big advantage of that, you're saying. Thankfully, you know, we have the space, um, and we can along with, with Studio 637, uh, we can provide that service and, um, you know, make some some good things happen. So we're planning on some more stuff uh, when, when these stay-at-home orders are uh, eased. Well, tell me about, uh, about the people that follow you. I know you have lots of followers, lots of fans, and I'm one of them. But um, have you been able to, during this time, connect with them? And I've seen some of your live streaming, your personal things online. Um, yeah, so it's been good. You know, I've been able to connect with um, a bunch of a bunch of fans and friends from 
all over the world. Um, some who I haven't talked to in a long time, some who I stay in touch with and it's good. And then, you know, it's, I've definitely been able to keep building my brand, um, both on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. So just, um, staying, definitely staying busy doing that stuff. And, you know, it's a constant, uh, it's a constant battle when you're working with all the social media stuff, you know, it never really stops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds to me really uh, uh, quite a lot like um, it's, it's almost business as usual, except for changing some of the ways that you're communicating with the audiences. Um, the difference between performing live and performing online, like you're, you're adjusting to now, what is the, what is the difference for you? How does it feel different or does it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. I think that, I think for me, I see the, I see live streaming as basically like you're in a studio. So you're also giving a visual aspect of the performance, you know, but there's not, there's really not going to be the same, there can't be the same type of crowd I want to say engagement, but I guess what I mean is you can't read your crowd because they're not there. They're, they're in a screen. So you have to just do your thing and you can still put on a show. You can still connect, but it's, it's definitely different. And I guess I'm not sure how to quantify it, but I think (laughs) I see it as more of being in a studio because I'm, I'm playing something that's going to be captured and it's going to, stay that way you know what i mean i do i absolutely do i go ahead no i was just gonna say in a live situation where maybe you take a certain risk that you wouldn't take in the studio because well just it'll it'll be it'll happen in a second and then it'll be gone and then it's gone (laughs) exactly right i know and then that's what i was going to say i do the very same thing when you have a live audience if you make a mistake you can you can just blow by it and it'll be forgotten. But if you record that, it it'll stay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things that we face. I get that. Yeah. Hey, um, the the quarantining and the social distancing and all of that. How has that changed your relationship with your band and making recordings? Do you guys get together in studio or is it done all online using Zoom and that kind of thing? And how's that changed things? Uh, right now we've been doing everything online and um, I mean I think to be honest that my band is probably an outlier in terms of we've only ever had like one rehearsal I think or two rehearsals because I've always ever since I moved to LA I basically just got the best players I could who wanted to play with me but we didn't, we were always all busy trying to make ends meet, trying to pay rent, trying to eat, you know? <laughs> so a, a paid rehearsal, which of course I wanted to be paid, was very rare. <laughs> and then um, Nick Hughes, um, who's been playing drums with me, has been on tour with Bush. Um, and then he plays with the Kevin Sousa band, and he's got a, you know, family and kids at home. Um, sorry about that. Um, He's got, uh, you know, kids at home and a family to take care of. So, uh, you know, he's not as available. And then um, Steve Aguilar has been, you know, he's always touring as well. So 
we do what we can, but it's working well online. We have a Dropbox set up and we share our music that way um, and collaborate, you know, virtually. Very cool. I think we, we talked about this a little bit before. Um, you were doing some of these things before the pandemic arrived, but now it's become a little bit more intense and a little bit uh, more more important. You, do you see this online working going forward and being a part of what you, you normally do then after this? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I just think, uh, you know, the... We have a, like, everybody has a new normal, so um, we have to learn how to adapt as well and how to still get our art out there and how to still share and, you know, put some good out there um, in different sort of ways. Is it is it changed financially? Because I... I Personally, I, I can tell you, I know when you have the live audience and you're able to make that connection, a relationship, people want to give. Um, it's a natural kind of thing. You can't even stop it. I mean, I, I feel the same way when I sit uh, with audi- with a musician and they touch me with the music. You, you just want to give. So uh, is the financially, does it make a difference singing live and, and doing performances on, online? Do you find that? Oh, de- I mean, definitely it does. Um, but I think that to me, it seems that that norm is changing. I've been seeing a lot of generosity from people who can give, who are in a place where they tune in for the live stream and maybe they give $20 or $5 or whatever the amount is. Um, I'm seeing it from a lot of people, even fans who, never would have come to my show because maybe they're in a different state or a different country. And so that's been really beautiful. And I think it's inspiring and it, it gives me hope that we can move forward and people, I know that people do care about art and want to listen to it, you know? So, so that's been, I guess, kind of like a silver lining, but yeah, it's, it's definitely difficult as you know. Sure. Well, and I can I can point to this if we talk really about it, but I can point to this because if you have um, a, a residency, which is the golden, it's the golden standard, but if you have a residency, then you have a regular income where that establishment is paying you monthly to sit there and play music to their audiences. And so you can count on that in your, in your life, in your financial life. Right. And then on top of that, you have the generosity of the people that you're paying for. And therein is your life as a musician. So if you take away, for example, what has happened in the pandemic, you take away the, the foundation of being able to play at the residency and that financial uh, uh, stability is gone. And then you also are trying to reach the audiences and touch them and make them understand how much um, how important the uh, tips are. Um, it's a difficult road. That's a hard road to hoe. Yeah, it definitely is. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a new normal for all of us. So um, redefining how that money comes in, I think that it's going to be more and more emphasis on our YouTube channels, on our videos, on our records that we're putting out. And live stream shows, you know, and 
Um, there might, I don't know. I mean, we're going to see how it progresses, you know, it's hard to say where people are going to want to go, you know, because maybe Facebook and Instagram are just going to be pushing people too many algorithms and they're going to want to go to another place that's more neutral, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. So, you know, cause we're seeing a lot more zoom, you know, type of stuff. And, and so I think people will probably start getting hired for more virtual events. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. It's crazy as it seems. I've seen that as well. I spoke to Olivia um, yesterday, and she was telling me the same thing. Some of her former employers are thinking about the same thing, making virtual events and then and then hiring her for those things. And I think that's a great way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's uh, we are we are a community, and I'm I'm really appreciative of learning from you, uh, Zeal. Some of the things that you're doing, and you're at the top of of, uh, of uh, many of these things. Um, tell me, what what are your goals? Uh, what do you hope to accomplish with everything that you're doing when you look down the the future? Uh, well, you know, my biggest, I guess, overall goal is uh, is and and has been for a little bit um, to support myself, uh, my family, um, with my music and, you know, with the art and be able to give back to those who are less fortunate in the community. You know, that's always been really important to me. Uh, I was raised doing community service, um, and, uh, being around, um, community activism. And, you know, I think we're all connected uh, even though some might have more than others or some might have less than others, doesn't mean they're less of a person, you know? So I'm already really achieving my goal, but what I'd also like to do is I have a kid's record. I recorded, um, with some amazing musicians at studio six, three, seven. Um, and that was mixed by Alex Lockwood, um, over there and, uh, mastered by my buddy Gus and, uh, I'm going to be putting that out really soon. Uh, and then I'm working on um, a funk record with Triple Bueno, which will be the first of my triple album. Triple album. Tri- triple Bueno, triple album. Great. That is correct, Jack. Real talk. You're hearing it here <laughs> first. Excellent. What What's the timeline on that? Uh, you know, it's rough. I mean, as you know, things are pretty crazy right now. Um the kids record is actually done. I recorded it a year ago on my birthday, started recording it with Steve Aguilar and Derek Elliott, who, you know, are both amazing, wonderful musicians. Um, and, and kind of took shape over the rest of the year. It's all done now. So that will be out. Um, as soon as I can get all my, my business end done. Um, and then the funk album is, is in the recording process right now. And I'm all I can say is it's funky. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that at all. Hey, I wanted to ask you this with respect <laughs> to that. Do you know any music by a group called Wild Cherry? Uh, I'm not sure I do. Well, let, let me give you a hint. They, they did a song, and it, it sounds like this. Play that fucking music. Oh, yes. I have heard that one. (laughs) I wondered if anybody ever mentioned that to you before. Oh, yeah. 
I'm definitely funny. I don't I don't have it in my set, but one of my buddies, um, he does, and we jammed it one time. Right? But uh, I have to say that uh, yeah, there's a lot of great songs. Uh, well, out a there, lot of great man. songs, but I have to tell you that. Uh, Z11, I'm telling you, is a white boy that can play that funky music. I'm telling you, people really enjoy it, and I do too. <laughs> you are the funk masters here. You got it going on. It's really cool. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. I just, you know, just tried to take um, what I could from all the artists I love, and I learned a lot from um, the guys I grew up with in Oakland. Um, who have a band, they live up in Santa Barbara, and we would study together and play together, and, um, you know, we were into all the, the you know, George Clinton, right, and, you yeah, know, yeah. be like that, why must I chase the cat, <laughs> but the dog in me. Oh, yeah. Nothing but the dog in me. <laughs> Well, we want to hear some more of that, too. That's cool, Zeal. Hey, you've got uh, your original stuff coming out, and you've got your albums. You've got your uh, your group, um, the Triple Bueno. You've got the Watermans. You've got uh, R19. You've got a whole lot of things going on here around the South Bay and uh, internationally, too, I know. And so I'm just wishing you the best, and thank you, uh, Zeal, so much for sharing your, your life with us uh, and uh, and the music and everything and I look forward to seeing you here real soon. You know when we get a chance to get things going again. And I'm also watching you on Facebook. So tell me where do people find you? Um, what are your your addresses online? Oh well, uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Jack. I, I'm at uh, Zeal Levin Z E A L L E V I N dot com, and that's also Triple Bueno dot com. And um, I'm at those things on all the social medias. And uh, my debut record is under my name, Zeal Levin. It's called Sending Fire. And that's on iTunes, Spotify, any other um, online retailer, Bandcamp, um, all those places. And I just actually sold out of my merchandise. I have some Triple Bueno shirts. But I am going to, you know, I might get some more stuff in the future. It's kind of, now that we aren't going places to sell physical goods, you know, I think I might have a um, an online store so that my fans can just go and they see something they like, they can order it, and then the artist makes, you know, still makes money on it, but we don't have to actually house the physical goods. Well, I hope people will find you, and I know that they will. I wish you all the, the success uh, that uh, comes with every, every uh, bit of hard work that you put into it. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Jack. I appreciate you, man. And likewise. We will talk again. All right. Sounds good. Well, that concludes the first episode of Real Talk with Jack Tracy. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my conversation with Z11 and that you will join me again on the next show with another musician from Hermosa Beach, a remarkable guitarist, TJ Brinjak. That'll be a fun interview, too. Say, if you'd like to help keep these podcasts coming, I have a tip jar on my website, www.jacksukulele.com, and I believe there's a donation button you can find on the Buzzsprout podcast website as well. So let me say thank you again so much for joining me. I'm Jack Tracy, and until the next time, cheers to you.